Hello, 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 and welcome to the Midlife Crisis Podcast. For those of you that have been with me since day one, hello. For those of you that are new, I am on my way to being a certified professional astrologist. For now, I'm just an astrologist. I am a licensed and ordained reverend. I am a certified spiritual life coach, and I am also a self-published author. If you had not done so already, please press follow. As, the, as you pressing follow is digital currency for me, and it helps the algorithms and move my podcast up in the queue so that other people can come into this um, wisdom, knowledge, and information. I typically don't share this podcast because I feel that anyone who comes across this podcast, it was meant to be. There's no such thing in my mind as, you know, luck or whatever the case may be. I think that everything happens in its timing and wherever you are, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially, that's where you are supposed to be. So with anybody that comes across my podcast, I am speaking something in this podcast that is meant for that particular person to hear. Um, if you don't already have Pinterest, please go on ahead, download the app, create a free profile, follow me on the T-H-E Caribbean Astrologer. There is where I post astrological trends um, and predictions. I also have books that I've been encouraging people to get, especially during the winter, in preparation for what is to come in 2023. I post uh, an affirmation card of the day as a form of encouragement to get people through the day. So, with all of those announcements being said, oh, one more thing. In the bio of my Pinterest account, there is a link that will take you over to my website where you can purchase your natal chart report. It's a digital report. One is for 60 days and one is for six months. There's also a five-page cryptocurrency ebook and there's also a tutorial that goes with that ebook that will show you how to swap one cryptocurrency for another for low gas fees as in five dollars or under okay now that we're done with that announcement i'm not going to be before you long i just wanted to come and share this uh insight with you guys so i had my therapy session with my therapist And she didn't do what I was waiting for her to do, which was, you know, think of whatever and, you know, just come back and ask me a question, just simply being nosy instead of, you know, being a therapist. So because she didn't do what I had anticipated for her to do, I'm still going to be in anticipation for the next time we speak because my goal is to um, change 
our sessions from once a week to once every two weeks. I'm trying to avoid the inevitable and I don't know how long I'll be able to do it. But what I should do is contact my old therapist and um, have a conversation with him about how to switch therapists. Hopefully I don't have to use that information, but I'm just going to keep that knowledge in my back pocket. So therapy session uh, went well, and I got revelation through that therapy session um, concerning some childhood trauma. So after that session, I just sat um, drinking my water, and I was thinking about identity. It was very random. And I oftentimes um, let you guys know um, this revelation or that still small voice that is in your mind and it sounds like your own mind that comes from the planet Uranus in your natal chart. So I very randomly had this thought about identity. And there are people in the world whom they either don't know one parent or for those who've been adopted or grew up in foster care or foster home with foster parents, they may not know either of their parents. And you get to a certain age where you begin to search for your identity. Who are you? Why are you the way that you are? Why do you do the things that you do? Why do you like the type of things that you like? Why are you uh, offended? Why are you, uh, why do you feel rejected? Why do you feel abandoned? You have all of these questions and a lot of them are unanswered, but they all tie into your identity and who you are. Um, so you, you go on a path of self-discovery. The revelation that I got while thinking about identity is your identity is within you. It always has been. Who you are has always been within you. And you learn more about yourself why you do the things that you do and why you don't do the type of things that you don't do over time. And it is only through time that you can get that revelation. You can't go ahead of time. You can't speed things up. The revelation will only be revealed in that karyos moment when the time is right. Or when it's time for you to get that revelation. You learn who you are through circumstances and situations. You learn it through trial and error. You learn it through random strangers. You learn it through interacting with other people. You also learn it through astrology. Learning about your sun sign is a start. The second thing that you would do is learn about your moon sign. If you're advanced, 
or a little, or let me say, if you're intermediate with astrology, then that's when you look to your moon sign. But for the most part, you look at your sun sign and you read and think about everything that you've read about your sign. Let's take Aries. Aries rules the first house. So you're an Aries sign. So you read everything you can about the astrology sign Aries. Then, now that we have podcasts, you can listen to podcasts that's strictly focused on sun signs. And you can say, oh, that resonates with my spirit. No, that doesn't resonate with me. That does not sound familiar. And you can also get books and uh, go with the books that you have a good feeling about that book. Something in that book that's for you. Pick that one up. That's the one that you get because something in it will be revealed to you about your identity. And in the process of you learning about your identity, specifically through astrology, you'll also find that you're going to go through a healing process as well. And healing never ends. It's like peeling layers off to an onion. And as you're going through your healing process, you're going to discover that pride and ego will slowly be stripped away as long as you can face the hurt and the pain. You may not face it in that season because it hurts too much, but I assure you, it's going to come around again. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. It may not even be next year, but at some point in time, it's going to come back around again and you're going to have to face it. And yes, it's going to hurt. And I promise you, you will not die. There's some people who will not face the truth because it hurts too much and they want to avoid the hurt. But what you really do when you're avoiding the heartache is you're fighting against yourself. You're fighting against yourself and the only person that you're hurting is yourself. Because while you're stuck and stagnant, the era that you're living in will continue to progress. And the progression of this current era is moving quickly. You can get left behind if you want to. You have free will to choose or You can be on time with your own spiritual growth and your own personal development. It's all rooted in your own identity. If you don't grow up, you won't mature into womanhood or manhood. And when you do that, you miss up, you miss out on opportunities that you really shouldn't miss, and you destroy relationships with people that you really should not destroy. You should keep those uh, relationships. And sometimes you don't know that you're fucking up 
a relationship that you should keep until a year later. And at that point, the person is going to remember whatever image you portrayed to them about you. And if you left them with a foul taste in their mouths about you, they will not trust you. And it doesn't feel good to realize, recognize, or know that someone feels like they cannot trust you because of your very own actions and behavior, the way that you carried yourself. And at some point in time, because you're going through your healing process, you're going to have to take accountability for yourself and stop blaming other people. The way that the natal, the transiting natal chart is set up is that people who are stuck, people who won't budge, people who will not change, people who refuse to let go of controlling everyone and everything around them, are going to have a hard time. You're really going to get a reality check. Those consequences, whatever they may be, and hopefully it's just hurt feelings. Hopefully it's just that. Because you can deal with that. Whatever those consequences are, again, ties into... There's no one to blame but yourself. It's no one else's fault but your own. You have free will to choose. You can choose to be a person who encourages, inspires, and uplifts. Or you can be a person whom other people will look at you and say, I never want to be like that. I never want to have that type of experience. I never want to look that way. I never want to do that. I never want that type of an outcome. You get to choose. Either which way God is going to use you. You get to choose. So I just wanted to come on here and say that your self-identity has always been within you. You really don't have to get to know your missing family members to discover who you really and truly are. Sometimes you can find out that, oh, this side of the family was crappy and me visualizing things and being in my own head think that the other side of the family would be better this is what I want for myself and so this side of the family will give me what I want for myself this vision this fantasy that I have in my mind and then you go over there and realize that side of the family is just as shitty as the side of the family that you already know so what was you missing What were you missing? Nothing. Then you have a reality check 
I says, well, damn, both sides is crappy. We have parents that make bad choices for themselves in terms of whom they're in a relationship with, whom they've married or whom they've had sex with or whom they've had children with. When I look back at my mother, I don't know about a lot of men. I do know about three men. And in all three of those men, she always picked wrong. She made a bad decision for herself, not once, not twice, but three times in terms of whom she was in an intimate relationship with. And now that I've recognized that bad choice spirit, it's just another thing for me to add to my arsenio for when I get back out into dating because I want to eradicate that spirit. Not so much for the generations that come from my loins, but for me. I'm not doing it for my child, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren, so forth and so on. Though I already know that the spirit will automatically break, I'm not doing it for them. My source of motivation at this point in my life is myself. I don't want to make a bad decision for myself. We have people out here with five kids by four different people. It's clear that they've made bad decisions for themselves. Because why would you procreate with four different people? Why would you procreate and not have everything or at least half of the things that you need for the development and the care of that child. You know that you're a broken person. You know that you're not a well person. Why didn't you use your free will or your common sense to say, let me get a therapist? Because some people are just so freaking prideful that they don't want to admit to themselves that something is terribly wrong. But while you're not admitting to yourself that something is terribly wrong, everybody around you see that something is terribly wrong with you. You may be avoiding it or ignoring it, but everybody else still see it. You think that it's hidden, but it's not. It's not. You don't know about it because they didn't call it out. But just because they didn't call it out, that don't mean that they don't know. So you're really sitting there making yourself look even crazier than, come on, it doesn't make sense. Then we have people out here with 10 kids and multiple different parents. You really, that's just way beyond making bad decisions for yourself. You don't have the knowledge of self so that you can help your child grow, help your child with personal development. You don't have 
the financial means. You don't have the financial education. You don't have basic education. There's plenty of people that I've crossed who don't have basic education, as in high school education. You need things mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, and materially for kids, to have kids. I don't think that any person or any couple will have 100% of everything that they, they need, but at least have half of that, at least 50% of that. Like, at the very least, don't project your rejection and your abandonment and your hurt and your pain and your narcissism, sociopath, psychopath, multiple personality, bipolar, schizophrenia, manic depression. Don't project that stuff off on your kids. You're traumatizing the kids. And they grow up traumatized. Your trauma just pass on to children. So the question is going to come to your children. What did you have children for? Do you know how many people I've spoken to that said, I want to know what was my parents' reason for having children? I went on a website, Quora, Q-U-O-R-A. And I was looking at, because that was a a really good question. So I went up there to see what other people were saying. And that shit was heartbreaking, y'all. I think that their parents didn't know that they saw things that way, felt that way. I don't think their parents know. It was one person, said it was a male, he had a male's name, and he said though his parents were married, he had everything from his father, like love, affection, attention, support, discipline. But when he looked to his mother to get his mother's love and her nurturing energy, it wasn't there. And he said when he became an adult, he realized that she really didn't want children. She had them because that was what was expected of her from society. And I said that myself when I looked at Neptune and Leo. Leo rules the fifth house, the house of children. And when you have Neptune there, it's like not there, invisible. Vanishes, vamoose. So here you have a generation of people who are egotistical and selfish and fantasy, right? Because if you think about the movies back then, they were in black and white. But they had the right amount of light in the right places. And it just looked like a fantasy. The person looked extra beautiful. The woman, she looked extra beautiful. The man looked extra masculine. Like the right amount of masculinity. And it was this love story. That's what that generation did. It was all about them. But then they turned and they had kids because society told them, if you marry, this is what you're supposed to do, have children. But they really didn't want any children. They wanted their lives to be all about them. 
if you have a a, a, a harsh aspect to the sun, let's say with Saturn, where Saturn re restricts and limits, that produces narcissism. So that generation dealt with narcissism. And what happens where all these generations later, where narcissism just trickled down and it got worse and worse over time. Now we have 20-something-year-olds who are not only narcissistic but have a sense of fucking entitlement. Like the world is obligated to do something for them and to give them what they want. <clears throat> and that is the furthest thing from the damn truth. It's delusional. Nobody owes a 20-something-year-old any fucking thing. Period. Not even their own parents do they are they owed something. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. So now the 30-somethings got to deal with the 20-somethings and their nasty-ass damn attitude. And the 40-somethings got to deal with the 30-somethings saying, this is what y'all produced because y'all wasn't taking care of y'all kids. And the 40-somethings are saying to the 50s and 60-year-olds, look at the mess that you've created. <laughs> Everybody's blaming somebody, but it's rare for anybody to take accountability for their part and their part only. You cannot change the world. You cannot control, you cannot control anybody else. The only person that you can change and control is yourself. Can't do anything about the error by yourself. Can't do anything about the generation by yourself. But you can do something about yourself. You could do something about your household. You could be a source of inspiration to somebody else and encourage them, enlighten them, whatever the case may be. It's just one thing trickling down to another and one thing tying into another and then there's something else added to it. And the next thing you know, you got a whole picture. It's like eight different things tying into each other. That makes one whole. And this is something that we're going to really delve into, astrologically speaking, in 2023, when Pluto goes into Aquarius and Saturn goes into Pisces. Then we're going to have the sun transiting across Pluto and Saturn. This is going to be some shit, y'all. So I just wanted to come on again, talk about identity. Um, I do want you to be encouraged. I do want you to, you know, even if you have to cry because it's going to hurt, go ahead and cry. Tears are a form of healing and God sees your tears. The Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. When you learn the life lesson through the lens of love, you have found peace and that is some wisdom that you can take with you for the rest of your life when you really get that that quote oh man things will be so much better so don't be hard on yourself uh, give yourself grace 
Don't be so hard on your family. Give them grace as well. Understand that no one and nothing is perfect. Now, regardless of what it is that you have wanted, um, you were blessed with what you have. Uh, just be a good steward over what it was, whatever it is that you already have. Um, thank God for it. Thank God that it's not worse. And just do better for yourself. Okay? Your identity has already been within you. You do not have to search for it through an outside source. I thank you guys for spending about a half an hour with me. Don't forget to press the follow button so that every time I do a podcast, you can and will be notified. Attached to this podcast is a link that will take you over to my website. And if you cannot find that link, you can find me over on Pinterest at the T-H-E Caribbean Astrology. Follow me over there. And in that bio, there's a link that will take you to my website. Thank you guys. And until next time, shalom.